Hello everyone, it's Dr. Clark here. Welcome to the newest episode of On the Couch with the Dogs Award and the final episode of the year 2022. And today we have a very special guest. This is our first actress and our first voiceover artist. You know, she is currently attending the University of Nevada and getting her degree in stage and screen acting. And as I said before, she's already done several voice acting projects, including being one that has been award nominated. Her name is Miss Autumn Morgan. I will let herself introduce herself the way she would like to. <laughs> well, thank you. That was awesome. I've never gotten introduced before. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, I would first like to sort of thank you for coming on the show and thank you for blessing us with your presence. So, what would you like to, let's say, to give first impressions, say to the viewers and listeners? My first impression? Yes, ma'am. Of this, like, process of you in particular? Is that what you're asking? Or more of, let me rephrase the question. Uh, what drove you to become an actor? What? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you're great. Um, and very patient. I'll answer that anyway. Um, <clears throat> what led me to, well, I, I always tell people when I was younger <clears throat> and I was watching things like Lion King and especially Aladdin, the genie Rob, played by Robin Williams. I just got so much joy from watching it. And then being younger and then watching other people enjoy it. And I just, I just met the, the voice actor for Patrick Starr. Isn't that insane? I just met him and I was able to tell him that I used the quotes from SpongeBob. It was like my first attempts from like SpongeBob and Aladdin to make other people laugh. And I think that is what sparked my interest in acting because I've, I've wanted to do voiceover since I was like seven years old. I even like did exercises where I lost, I, I lost my lisp. I used to have a lisp and I forced myself out of the lisp. And I also uh, would try to force my voice to go deeper so I can play more characters. That was my mindset at like eight years old. So I just, I think it's the joy, the joy that comes from or sharing different perspectives is the thing I love telling stories that people can relate to. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you for answering that. Because one thing I've always wanted to know is getting to the head um, of an actor, especially well, one at your skill level, because, you know, follow your social media, see you've done a wide variety of different projects. So do you mind possibly listing off of some of the different projects and roles you've done in both regular in-person action, acting, and voice acting? Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm still at the beginning. I'm still a student. Well, I don't think we ever stop being students, but like I'm, I'm not, you know, like SAG official as of yet, but um, I did start voice acting um, first when I was still in Virginia and I met some person that linked me with a guest you have before, Black Pauldron. And 
that was one that was my first experience really being on a project and um being able to use my Harry Potter ish British accent for a um for a a brat queen character for the Whispers in the Dark series that he created. Um that was my first one. Then I came out here um, to a program and auditioned to be in the stage and screen acting specialty. And dude, it was insane. I got <laughs> my first role that I ever got in a play was like third down on the list. You know, when they put the cast list out, <clears throat> I was the third name there. My character was, and I played um, Ismaini. And um, it's an old Greek play called Oedipus. There's three, there's three volumes or three uh, plays that tell one story. And the director that I had, um, he was also the, the writer and he combined those three stories in like a sequence of flashbacks throughout telling the story. But through the, through the eyes of uh, the youngest daughter, Antigone, so my role was um, the the eldest daughter, and man, it was it was so cool. That experience was so cool. It felt like a, you know, what um, psychologists call like a flashbulb moment, where in your life you're like, this is something I can picture and remember for the rest of my life. It was like being being able to have the chance and be blessed to have the chance to be on that stage and and really like genuinely connect with the character that was so like heavy and had a lot of responsibilities. I mean, she was the the first daughter of a king, you know? So that right. was the first role that I ever played. Um, and then I got to be in um, the Nevada Conservatory Theater's version of, uh, of Midsummer's Night Dream by Shakespeare, and I was able to play uh, uh, Robin Starveling. Basically, it was it was two characters, but it was kind of like three or, three or four. But um, I got to play Robin Starveling, which was this tailor. They're, uh, they're like the grunts of the whole story. They come in for like comedic relief, and I was able to play him, and then I was able to also play a fairy woman character. So I got to play a dude on stage, which was so much fun. And um, a lot of the film experience that I've had was like uh, 48 film festivals, 48 hour film festivals where you get the, get what the parameters are of the project. And then some, some people go immediately start writing. And then you have your actors and you have a whole team that's trying to create this, this project, this film in 48 hours. And it's really, it's really fun. It can be a really good experience. I've done that twice now. And so that's, that's kind of where my film experience comes from. It's like classes or film festivals, but I wasn't in, in this project recently called um, Forget Me Not by um, Eden... Woolworth, I think is her name, uh, was the director. I'm really bad at names, but I love her. And that was a witch. I played a, a modern a modern day witch and it was really cool. So I, being black 
being plus size, being a woman, I really expected to be typecasted coming into this role, like being a, a mom or this, you know, or, you know, like a mammy kind of character or here and there, Black comedic relief. But I, I haven't had that experience so far, and it's been such a blessing. That's actually amazing, because that was actually going to be one of the questions I asked you, was, was as a Black woman, have you had too much struggles so far in your career and what you're pursuing? But I'm glad that hasn't been that much of an issue for you. But do you mind no, it, giving us... Yes, ma'am? Huh? Oh, I was going to say, it hasn't um, yet um, with the kind of roles that I'm being offered. Like in the, in the spring, I'm going to be this succubus cheerleader and also a, um, a guidance counselor, best friend of the, of the main character. And then I kind of got, got a role that you would think is, is pretty much typecasted. It's a Black woman gospel singer but also an innkeeper. Um, she owns her own business, so that's a plus. Um, but it's not really the roles that I get. It's kind of how um, certain, I'm not gonna say like specific things, but down to like compensation or, or how I feel sometimes on a set because I, I don't look like someone they usually value. And so that's something that comes into play when um, behind the scenes. So I, I do get opportunities that are great and fantastic and such a blessing, but it's also a blessing to really learn people on a set by how they treat you because of your appearance. Because I've been skinny I've been plus size and I know the difference between being treated those kinds of ways. And also I, I was in the military as well. So I know the difference of being treated like an, someone in the military with a lot of respect and someone who gets oh. goes into the same Walmart and gets followed around the store. The same, the same Walmart I went into in my uniform was respected. Oh, you can go into the rest of the thing, but, um, when I was in the same area without my uniform, I was followed. So I've, I've been really, it's, it's weird to say blessed, but I've been really blessed to be able to see the different, the different spaces that I've occupied of how people react to me in a space. Wow, thank you for explaining that. If you don't mind me asking, I had no idea you were in the military. What branch of the military were you in and how long did you serve? I was trying not to talk about it, but then the conversation was so good. Me me just talking, saying the conversation so good. Um yeah. I was in the army and I was I was in for my first contract and then I got out. Yes, mm -hmm. ma'am. I was a, a wheeled I was a wheeled vehicle mechanic. Oh. That's a <laughs> I don't hear that position being held by black women that often. No, so. and I was the only one. Yes, indeed. Well, I would just say thank you for uh, serving the country in the way that Aww. you did. Yes, well, very much. Thank you for that. I know because you brought it to my attention before. 
the podcast, award-nominated podcast you've been a part of, POD 115. Do you mind talking about that a bit? Or? Okay, so yeah, that was a class. Um, Adam Paul is the director and like the whole person who puts that together. He was in How I Met Your Mother as uh, Naked Man. I'm so sorry, Adam. But um, uh, it was really cool. Um, this school has a lot of professors that are in the field. I um, actually was taught by uh, Clarence Killiard, who just passed recently, um, who was in Walker, Texas Ranger. Um, so I, we have these people who have yeah, um, he was an incredible man. But to answer your question, um, Adam, he's in the field. He's been a director. He's written his own sitcom. He's like, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's a, he's a part of the business. And so he created this class, um, podcasting and podcast production. And um, he has interviews with people before they are allowed in the class to just see where they are. And so he allows people in the class to be uh, actors, writers, editors for this podcast. Um, they got nominated, and I'm, I think, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think they won um, a Webby Award for the second season. I was in the third season, and I was in it briefly, but I was in there um, as an automated voice, Tam. So, yeah, it was... It was an experience, but I, I'm, and I'm, I'm really grateful to do that and be able to use my like Siri-ish voice for that project. It was really, it was really fun doing that. It's a sci-fi podcast. It follows these, um, it follows these students at UNLV, and, um, and then they have to create a podcast, and then they get involved in this whole big. Thing that's happening in Nevada. I mean, you know the uh, the rumors about you know Nevada Area Fifty One, all these things. So it kind of plays with that idea, and um, it's really cool. It's a really cool concept, and it was it was really fun being a part of that. That's all I was just because I didn't really talk about the podcast, well, but the podcast is called One uh, One Fifteen. That's very very good. <laughs> uh, I know the listeners, where can they listen to that? Oh, they can listen to it uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, I believe. Um, I accessed it through Spotify. That's what I have. But I'm pretty sure it's on it's on wherever you can listen to podcasts. Okay. So I'll make sure mm -hmm. I'll add that to the YouTube version of this so that they can hear it and possibly hear your role in it as well. So, I would also like to bring this up because it was one of the first things we brought up in this interview. How I became aware of you and bet you online was due to the Black Paulian's Discord server and your voice work with him. Yeah. And I just, I just want to go ahead and make this comment for those listening. If you haven't seen Whispers in the Dark, like Paulian has brought up before, you all definitely should because everyone's yes. work, especially Miss work has been astonishing is been amazing now with that being said what would you say has been your hardest role thus far i think thus far i'm really nervous about 
um, um, the roles I am preparing for, but I'd say so far, <laughs> man, I, I think that's hard. That's such a cool question though. Wow. I'm getting asked this question. That's insane. Um, I, every role is, is hard for me because I care so much to connect with what's what story is being told by what character I'm playing. And I'd say so far, I'd, I'd have to say the, the mechanical and the fairy that I played in Midsummer, because they, I was able to have more freedom and fun and they weren't really main contributors to the story. You know, they weren't like the main characters moving the plot and so, so forth. But it, I think it was hard for me to attach to or care about the story more because um, it was like a couple sentences or a couple things here and there that I would say as like comedic relief for the, you know, for the show. So I think that process was harder for me because, I mean, people would say like, oh, you have a couple lines in a play, that's that's gonna be easy. At least, you know, you don't have to memorize page after page after page. But I think it was harder for me because I didn't have a lot to attach to for like, and I mean, you could character build for any character and your character is important. It could be, I, I kind of try to look at every project as like, this is my character's story or how they um, contribute to the story is like their version and then the rest is like what they heard from a friend. But I think that was the hardest one was um, not being able to be involved enough in the story to be able to like attach like a, a goal or something for my character, you know? Right. Yeah. But uh, but before, you know, I enter into the last, I would say, portion of the questions, do you mind giving us a small case of your voice to talent? Oh, um, <laughs> I just got so nervous. Um, so, okay. Uh, for this thing that I was just a part of for uh, the Pod 115 thing, I was Tam. I was the automated voice. And, okay. I even did this for my answering machine, and my mom thought it was, it was a customized answering machine. Oh, I'm so nervous. Now I'm going to, like, suck and nobody's going to want to watch my stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm so nervous. Can you hear me break down? Okay. <clears throat> oh, hello. My name is Autumn Morgan. I, I don't know if that was good, but that was basically, that like... was amazing. Hello. Welcome to... Um, I just did, um, I just recorded something for the Nevada Conservatory Theater, which is so freaking cool. I'm so grateful for that opportunity. So I said, um, 
I am the voice that welcomes people to the theater. If there's like a technical difficulty, I say that, which is saying technical difficulty is really hard. Um, <clears throat> hello, welcome to the Nevada Conservatory Theater. So like I do that, but I also attempt accents and um, for Tova, for Black Pauldrons, which is yes, please go watch Black Pauldrons stuff. He's a very creative human and he puts a lot of effort and blood, sweat and tears and, and so much humor into his stuff. And it's really, really cool. It has like a nostalgic feel, but it's also like original. So I really love his work. Um, yeah, so like I do a, a British accent for that, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm like too nervous to do it now. <laughs> Thank you for blessing us with your talents thus far. That was very, very good. And I know the viewers and listeners will also think that. But I think my last question for you is, do you have anything else you would like to say to the viewers, say to us, ask me, ask the viewers, anything of that nature? Um, I do have something to say that has been something that stuck with me in my training. but. Before I say that, do you have anything you want to share or anything? Because I know interviews, you interview someone so they can talk, but I feel like I I didn't get to talk with you that much. Well, I would just say, love your passion. <laughs> the amount of passion that you have for your work, the amount of, I would say, joy you have for your work. It's something that I like hearing, you know, from everyone that I've interviewed, everyone that I get to hear their passion, the different things in life they're involved in, the things they're primarily known for, things they're going to be for, has always been excellent to me. So, like, for this interview, I would it, especially because the fact in which you were able to articulate yourself for what you love doing. And that's, that's the one thing I ask for everyone. Don't be ashamed for what you love doing again what you're passionate about, regardless of what it is. Oh, wow. That's so cool. And I, I do want to, I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity. Like I, I told my, my parents about it and I, <laughs> I told my husband about it. it. It's, this is such a cool, I'm like geeked. <laughs> this was like me being interviewed or anything or anyone thinking I'm interesting enough to talk to and have a conversation with is like, it's beyond me. It's insane. I'm just, I'm grateful God put me in a, in a point in my life to be able to share my experiences and hopefully it's helpful to someone. And that's what I wanted to say was that the thing that, um, <clears throat> that I'm learning, because uh, I'm towards the end of my degree, hopefully I am a senior. And the thing that um, sticks with me the most is that every professor has said this to some extent, and one said it outright, um, you are enough. And did I break down in class and probably start crying? Hey, because um, being a minority in so many different areas, neurodivergency, all of that, you um, 
you battle with yourself a lot and you walk into rooms expecting, you know, holding others' expectations in your hands and, and cold switching and doing whatever you need to to get through the day. But whatever talents God gave you, whatever interests or whatever you have in your heart to do and whatever level you're at right now, that's where you're supposed to be. And there's a lesson from it. And whatever space you walk into, you as a human are enough. And that's basically what um, my main takeaway from being in school has been so far. So I wanted to share that with people. Thank you for that. It was very beautifully said. And I know the viewers and listeners would definitely take what you said with them. But if that if that's all you want to say, that's all you want to ask us, I would love to have you show again. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I would love to, hey, maybe next time when you've already, you maybe have gotten your degree and maybe you, you've, you've been casted in a humongous Hollywood starring role, maybe in the next Black Panther. <laughs> Oh my God! Don't say that. Don't. Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, the amount of quotes from that movie. Yeah, that would be insane. But where could everyone follow you and your work at if they would like to? Um. So that's a good question. So I. <laughs> I'm mainly on, I'm going to try to stay off of social media as much as I'm on it, but I am on Instagram uh, as two underscore B underscore A-U-D. And um, I'm on TikTok as, I'm like looking at it because I don't remember the names that I choose. Two B underscore A-U-D odd and... I'm on YouTube. Well, not really, but I have things on YouTube as um, AM Vlog. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much where I am, and uh, Instagram is where I post most of the things that I'm uh, able to be a part of, and that's where I share all the things. So, that's where they can find me if they want me. Oh, and voices.com. If you need a voiceover for a project, hit me up, Autumn Simone Morgan. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, everyone, you heard her. Follow her Instagram, follow her talk, I mean, TikTok. And please, you know, if you would like to commission something from her, go to voices.com. But if that will be it, thank you, Miss Morgan for blessing us with your time. I know the life mm-hmm. of an actress could be very time sensitive. You know, it was a blessing. <laughs> Again, I enjoyed this and I know our viewers are going to enjoy it, especially your other actors' friends or actors, mm-hmm. or actors, actresses in your family and everyone of that nature. But everyone, this will be on our streaming and download services first and then on YouTube soon after that. But everyone, thank you for listening. Dr. Clark. And Ms. Autumn Simone Morgan signing out. Thank you so much.